Section thirty three of the Theory and Practice of Brewing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Theory and Practice of Brewing by Michael Gumbrun. Section thirty three of the signs generally directing the processes of brewing and their comparison with the foregoing theory and practice we have now brought our barley wines into the casks and this on principles it is thought agreeable and consonant to each other as the charge of novelty may be alleged to invalidate what has been offered it is but just to pay so much regard to a long and upon the whole successful practice as to recite if not all at least the principal maxims and signs in brewing which hitherto have guided the artist by comparing these with the present method they will not only illustrate each other but perhaps cause both to be better understood and though with respect to the art itself this may be thought rather a curious than an instructive part yet we may learn from hence that such practice which long experience has proved to be right will always correspond with true theory one when a white flower settles either in the underback or copperback which sometimes is the case of a first extract it is a sure sign such an extract has not been made sufficiently hot or in technical terms that the liquor has been taken too slack malt when dried has its oils made tenacious in proportion to the power of heat it has been affected with the grain though ground if the water for the extraction is not at least as hot as what occasion this tenaciousness must remain in great measure undissolved in the first extract and deposit itself as just now was mentioned too the first extract should always have some froth or head in the underback the oils and salts of the malt being duly mixed form a saponaceous body the character of which is that on being shook it bears a froth on its surface three the head or froth in the underback appearing red blue purple or fiery shews the liquors to have been taken too hot the hotter the water is when applied to the malt the more must the extract abound with oils and consequently be more capable to reflect colors in a strong manner but how precarious this method of estimating the quality of an extract is in comparison to that which the thermometer affords will appear from the following observation of sir isaac newton saponaceous bubbles will for a while appear tinged with a variety of colors which are agitated by the external air and those bubbles continue until such time as growing excessive thin by the water trickling down their sides and being no longer able to retain the enclosed air they burst now as these bubbles vary in their density in proportion to their duration the colors they reflect must continually change and therefore it is not possible to form an accurate judgment of the condition and saponaceousness of the extracts by the appearance of their froth for when the grist feels slippery it generally is a sign that the liquors have been taken too high this appearance proceeds from an over quantity of oil being extracted and is the effect of too much heat five beer ought always to work kind out of the cask when cleansed but the froth in summer 
will be somewhat more open than in winter the higher and hotter the extracting water is the more oils doth it force into the must when a wart is full charged with oils the fermentation is neither so strong nor so speedy and consequently the froth especially the first is thin open and weak this improves as the liquor is more attenuated and heat which expands all bodies must rarefy the yeasty vesicles the principal part of which is elastic air but this open head even in the summer-time improves to one more kind as the first the most active period of fermentation draws nearer to its conclusion however vague and indeterminate these signs are it would not be impossible to bring them to some degree of precision but upon the whole this method would increase our difficulties and yet as to certitude be inferior to the rules we have endeavored to establish we think it unnecessary to pursue any farther a research most likely neither entertaining nor useful end of section thirty three